0: On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. Coming in at 320 kilobytes per second, ladies and gentlemen, it's It's time for Matty
1: Force for for you you and me. No, when it comes to getting, though, chasing no, all right good morning everybody Madison sports for you and me uh i have a special guest uh kick it like cass aka amanda cass uh back in the day we were schoolmates and uh haven't seen you probably since 2007 either yeah <laughs> i
0: think it was like prom 2007 you were in my limo you went that's
1: right that's right and I was with um um Caroline too at that time
0: yeah Yep. yeah
1: that was that was a fun time
0: Uh, Uh, 13 years ago now
1: (laughs) Jesus don't even remind me (laughs) um so I saw your Instagram it just all of a sudden happened I think it was off of one of our mutual friends and said oh my god she's like she's got a lot of followers so um what what got you to that point what do you think got you to that point
0: um well yeah i've gotten about like i don't know like 15,000 followers now um some of it was like i started learning a little bit about like how to promote myself through instagram and then some of it was probably just some of like the things that i've done like the ultimate beastmaster and other things like that. And learning how to work the algorithms when you're putting stuff out also definitely kind of helps you gain more followers while you're promoting your own type of brand on Instagram. I have some friends who are influencers and stuff too. So whenever like we do different like videos or pictures and stuff together, sometimes that also helps
1: yeah, it, it seems like you got a whole crew around you and like your training methods look awesome. Like, like all the stuff they put you on, like they put you on a pedestal with like, you know, all your pictures. It's like, oh, my God, she. you could like jump like 20 feet in the air and hit a light bulb, it
0: looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I've been training super hard um, over quarantine, you know, what else is there to really do outside of you know some of your other other work and whatnot but um i'm lucky to have some people that uh i get to create really cool content with
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: like the last several like pictures i've put up um it's this girl that i met she's a photographer you can i think her handles ally photography or something like that you can find it on my instagram And uh, she creates some really cool pictures. Actually, it was a couple of weeks ago on a Saturday. We went and just did a photo shoot for like hours. We did outfit changes and we went to this building in Rockland that um, her friend owns that I also know as well now because I got connected between the two of them. And the building was actually like an old shoe mill. So we were able to kind of go around and explore it and do some really cool pictures throughout the whole place.
1: That's awesome. That's really cool. Like finding different set locations and stuff like that. And has this popularity got you to travel anywhere specific, just like not like kind of outside the branch of Massachusetts or wherever?
0: Um, not like specifically, I would say some of the reasons I travel don't really have anything to do with like, you know, the martial arts page that I'm kind of creating on Instagram. It's it's more like some stunt opportunities and stuff like that, um, which I kind of I feel like it's it's not separate because I do post like test fights on my page and stuff, but um, in a sense it is a little bit separate.
1: And w- tell me about like the the stunt stuff. So um, how do you get through the networks to get to that point? Like, have you been in any type of movies or any type of YouTube or like um, yeah um, like platform well, movies like that?
0: Yeah I got started um a few years ago I started after I did Ultimate Beastmaster on Netflix I started kind of dabbling with the idea that I wanted to do stunts um the first thing I ever did was this like local film here and it was like a stuntman from China he was trying to just make this like little movie and um and I kind of got like a taste of it through doing like an indie film like that, and I was yeah. like, oh, I kind of, I kind of like this. And then when I did Ultimate Beastmaster, I did meet you know a couple people who were, first on performers at the time, and that was kind of one of the reasons I wanted to do it was specifically because I met so many people just pursuing their passions. Because before that, I was just doing um, in-home therapies with kids who have autism which, like, I I really enjoyed that, too, and I learned a lot about, you know, kids and families and everything, but I definitely knew, like, being a martial artist since I was eight years old, I was like, I want to use this skill that I've developed for, you know, over 20 years now, Um, so meeting people was, like, a big proponent in it, and then when I got back, I met um, my friend Victoria Lee, who uh we we clicked like that and then we started going to some gyms in Connecticut and started going out to New York um and it kind of started taking off from there but it's a lot of networking it's definitely something that if like people want to get into it you really have to kind of be passionate and patient um Mm. yeah so from there then I started like shooting test fights starting to do some YouTube stuff and Luckily, I was able to join SAG about a, about a year and a half ago. And oh,
1: congratulations. Um,
0: yeah, thank you. Uh, something I just did that just came out was Godmothered um, on Disney+. Plus. And then the whole industry shut down recently, mm-hmm. and then it opened back up. So some of the stuff that I did recently hasn't come out yet, so I, I don't. not really supposed to like talk about too much of it um some of the stuff was actually filming here locally uh for netflix and stuff but i don't want to like put too much information we can do a follow-up later once it comes out
1: (laughs) absolutely you can let me know
0: Yeah.
1: um so yeah so that sounds really cool like that i i know all about the networking stuff you know you got to go through a lot of channels you got to work hard at it if somebody doesn't answer you you don't you don't frown upon it and you don't take a couple of months off. I, I started this in 2020. Now I'm still going. So must be doing something right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all about uh, the persistence, right? Anything you right. want to do anyway.
1: Right. So um, with, with your martial arts, when, when did you start martial arts stuff like that?
0: Um, well, I technically started in 1995. If you can believe that when I was five, mm-hmm. And then I had moved to Weymouth after that. So I had taken like a little break. So I always say like, I started in 97 when I was eight. So I've been, was that like 24 years now? I can't even keep track. Oh
1: my God. Yeah. I don't, I still forget my age half the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome that you've been doing that for so long. And do you have a specific like belt in martial arts or anything like that?
0: Yeah, I am a fourth dan black belt in uh, Shaolin Kempo Karate. That's my background. Um, but I've actually like kind of enjoyed dabbling. I don't hold rank in any other style, but I've enjoyed like dabbling a little bit in other styles since like starting stunts. Cause it's always good to like know a bit of wrestling, know a bit of boxing, you know, so you can mm-hmm. kind of change up the way you look like you're fighting on camera. Um, and actually when I was younger, I didn't think I'd like boxing as much, but I actually really enjoy boxing. I love mitt drills and all, all that kind of stuff.
1: Well, it seems like you can definitely kick for sure.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. 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 <laughs> kick it like Cass. That's me. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I love to kick too. Obviously that's like my, my favorite thing. That's why all my videos and stuff are about that on my Instagram.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's really cool seeing, seeing that stuff. And, like when i when I saw it, I was like, "Wow, that's crazy. Like I said, we mm-hmm. went through mutual friends. I think you know who, but um it would be somebody we both know um, begins with a k <laughs> um, Cousin? Kelly?, yeah
0: yeah yep. <laughs> actually she yeah. uh she told me to tell you she says hello. oh, hello. back to the prom
1: days
0: (laughs) back back in the day I was thinking about that that story of prom it was kind of funny because that limo that I got for all of us was actually my karate teacher drove us because she had a connection with the limo that time oh no kidding kidding. I was thinking about it this morning as I was shoveling myself out of my driveway and I'm like oh my god that's funny
1: oh my god that's so funny Mm -hmm. oh man yeah that was a lot of fun and it's like it's like, who knew it would be like a, a world where I was like, oh my God, I'm talking to a person from high school. I've, I've known for a long time. I'm sure I've I known know. you since probably like ju- junior, junior high or intermediate At school, least middle like school.
0: That. Yeah. Yeah. At least middle so, school.
1: So it's like, wow. Like look with who you've become. So, um, cool. so my next question for you would be, um, did you were talking about tournaments. Do you still um, go to tournaments with your with your martial arts stuff?
0: I, you know, I retired from competing. Um, when I decided to like jump into stunts, I wanted to kind of really jump in and do it the right way. So I haven't competed since like at least four or five years ago. Um, my daughter does compete cause I have her in martial arts as well. Uh, so when I go to competitions and stuff, I'm either judging or, you know, just kind of pulling all the kids along that I teach and getting them to where they need to go. So <laughs> I've, I've taken a backseat to competing though.
1: So is, so are you, you instruct um, kids too? And. In... Oh, yeah, I still,
0: I still teach. I actually, <laughs> is that your dog? Yeah. Um, I still teach. I still teach. I enjoy teaching as well.
1: Oh, that's great. And, um, do you actually like, um, I know you're talking about you worked with, um, kids with autism. Do you have a certain, um, program with, with kids like that or, um,
0: Um, not specifically at our school. Um, when I worked with kids with autism, I, my degree was in sociology. So I did like the normal nine to five thing for a long time and um i would do in-home therapies like aba and Mm -hmm. just behavioral therapy and stuff like that um but at our martial arts school we don't have like a specific program for kids with autism but we do actually have some students on the spectrum and some of this those students need private lessons and some of them can jump in it just depends on like you know where they're at and what they're comfortable with
1: okay okay Mm -hmm. that's that's good um are are you um what's my next question um so my question with Cobra Kai that's a new big thing in all that like it's become what what do you think of it yourself
0: I I like it like my my first take on it is like wow the uh the show it's kind of funny because it's like two like 50 year old guys with a grudge from you know the 1980s which yeah. which kind of makes the premise laughable but for whatever reason I couldn't stop binge watching the the last season like I couldn't look away I don't know why um but I don't think they did a good job with it and um I had some friends who did stunts on there and oh
1: okay
0: you know I could tell the stunt team worked hard to uh you know do what they could as far as the choreography went and some of their wrecks and all of that it seemed like some of the scenes they had a lot of the actors doing some of the action um, mm-hmm. which was was kind of cool that they were able to teach and get them to be able to do some things too uh, but I do I do I do like it I like I said I initially I wasn't sure because the premise right. of the show is kind of a, a funny grudge that these two guys hold you know 40 something years later but I do like it what do you think of it
1: um personally I think it's good myself I just like reminiscing because you know I've seen all the Karate Kid movies and you know um I know who both characters are and then they're branching out to bring all the old school characters back so now it's like if you watch the old movies is this person coming into the into the mix or is it like you know the kids are one thing like I don't know why they put that girl in there who was like clawing at people like an x men or something in the in the first one I'm like that's just absolutely crazy and the kid falls off the stairs and like all that stuff sorry for yeah, people but- who don't know but I mean
0: I know Spo- spoiler alert yeah um, spoiler alert Yeah, I know that that scene was pretty cool. It was interesting how they shot it because they basically most of it seemed like a one take because they had the camera kind of moving along as they were going through the halls and then into that stairwell Mm -hmm. and then that wreck that guy took off of off of the uh, third floor. That was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So I'm hoping it becomes still better. I mean, I was asking you from your standpoint, like, does it look silly from like what your standpoint is from like, doing stunts and stuff, like, did this person do something wrong, like, I, I mean, um, like, were you kind of, like, judging it when you were watching it, kind of, too?
0: I, I think any stunt performer does, like, when you're watching a fight scene, you kind of, like, you know, yeah, really analyze everything, and I think, like, you know, one thing to consider is they definitely have the actors and actresses doing a lot of action, which is really cool, um, so I can definitely see the difference when that, when it's the actor, versus when it's the stunt performer as far as the action goes but um i think it's been up for some awards um for yeah, SAG, I think they did like, outstanding,
1: outstanding as... something everything's
0: outstanding yeah I, I, can't I can't remember, remember. He, i saw the i saw the award and i think it's like um basically the whole stunt team that's on it is uh potentially up for an award so i, I think they awesome. did a good job with it you know there's always like things to consider when you're watching action as far as like people's backgrounds and, you know, um, most of the actors on there didn't really have a background in martial arts. I think Hawk Mm -hmm. did. Um, So you can, you can see that like some of the stuff they're just learning, but everything considered they are doing a great job with it. And I've saw some really cool wrecks on there. Wrecks are like falls. So I, I enjoyed it. I think it was good.
1: So is kick it like cast coming on the show coming on uh, Cobra Kai soon?
0: Who knows? (laughs) I gotta send my stuff to the sun coordinator, maybe.
1: (laughs) That'd be pretty cool. I'd be like, oh I know. That would be cool. I know we're in the shadows. Or you'd be on the mat with Marty Cove. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So would you but I also
0: do like what you said, how they brought all the people back from back in the day. That was pretty cool to see. Yeah.
1: So so if you were to be on one of the sides, which one would you be on? Would you be on the LaRusso side or would you be on the or no, it's Miyagi Do, excuse me, and Cobra Kai or Cobra Kai?
0: Um maybe
1: Eagle Fang karate. No, it's <laughs> yeah, Eagle
0: Fang karate, yeah. <laughs> um, I love uh Johnny's character in this. It's just like honestly like i feel like his character is one of the best ones like he he's a nice guy but he he like knows he's a mess at the same time he doesn't try and play off like he's like this perfect person he knows like he knows his flaws so i kind of like like his his style there definitely not uh crease
1: yeah i heard he from what i've heard and i don't know if because you're part of the um the actors guild um i don't know if you know about certain actors or actresses can you get like information about them but anyways but like with marty Kova, i've heard he's not a very nice person i think he keeps that persona as crease in his real life
0: oh like a method actor who like yeah acts that well, way t- outside of set
1: because you only he's only been in karate kid and rambo from what i've seen so i mean two two pretty good movies but yeah um, i think you're
0: right i haven't really like checked his imdb to see what else he's been doing but yeah i'll have then, to find uh, out how to yeah. i'll have to see
1: <laughs> yeah keep me on the actors uh guild connect
0: <laughs> all right i'll keep you connected
1: um yeah so i mean is there any th- other martial arts stuff that inspired you to do this stuff or stunt acting? Um, that would anything inspire inspire you? I mean, I'm not going I, off. I of... would
0: say mainly as a little kid, like watching Jackie Chan and watching the Power Rangers and all of that. And I
1: awesome. I mean,
0: one of the re- it's super funny because one of the reasons I probably started karate as a little kid was I had um, a Green Power Rangers VHS tape that I used to watch all the time, and he would do like a karate lesson on it. It wasn't an episode of Power Rangers. It was just him and he had like a bunch of kids in where they used to hang out, like where the Power Rangers would hang out. I, I can't remember the name of like the, it was like a Shake Shack type place, but they like, oh made yeah. A yeah. Yeah. They made, um, I
1: remember. Yep.
0: Yeah. Karate video. And he would just do, and he was just doing like basics, like, you know, punching and like some basic kicks and stuff. But I would put it on all the time when I was like five years old and I thought it was great. So that's probably one of the reasons I started martial arts, which is probably kind of funny to some people. But um so do
1: you still own that VHS?
0: (laughs) I do not. I don't know what happened to my VHS or my VHS player, but that that was like uh something I remember really liking to do as a little (laughs) kid.
1: That's funny. I'm sorry to interrupt you what you were saying.
0: I'm okay.
1: Uh, You're good. Oh, okay. Um, like did any other stuff like Bruce Lee inspire you or, you know, like, uh, I don't want to say Jean-Claude Van Damme, but I mean, he's had some pretty decent, um, karate movies himself, but, um,
0: yeah, all those guys too. And, um, I really like, I feel like not as many people, well, some people know Bill Superfoot Wallace, like he was, uh, a fighter back in the 80s and he he did a little bit of film but not so much film but like his kicks are amazing and um he I think he fought Chuck Norris back in the day too (laughs) and uh I actually like still follow some of his like stretching videos and stuff some of it because I'm pretty flexible so I always had trouble like finding like really good videos about like doing splits and stuff like that to like kind of really push it and he's definitely somebody that knows a lot about the human body super flexible great kicker and that is also definitely someone who's kind of inspired me some of his old videos are still on youtube and they're like they're from like the i don't know late 80s early 90s they're they're old videos but um the principles behind like the stretching and the information he gives is actually still still stands up today
1: that's that's wicked cool that you get like you get like inspired by these people and like I've seen in some of your stuff that like you you've done like different like I don't want to say poses or kicks or anything like I see it, like like how do I want to say it like Jean-Claude Van Damme in some of his movies like I've seen like I saw like pictures where you can pretty much do the same thing and it's like like oh my god this this girl is like not the person I remember <laughs> <laughs> you were like the ninja turtles you were hiding this whole secret in, in the in somewhere this
0: whole secret, uh skill that i skill that i had back yeah. in the day and yeah. i've gotten a lot better since then so and it's kind of cool that we live in a time where we can share our skills and talents through podcasts or instagram yeah. and youtube and all, all of that and i create content yeah no the the, the van Dam thing um i've i've pretty much always been able to do like the split between two chairs and actually when Mm. i had tried out for beastmaster i opened the video like with me in between the two chairs doing the split and just like talking um i think that's probably like the reason because i was like what am i gonna do to set myself apart i don't know and then i was like you know what i'm just gonna sit between you know um two chairs in a split and uh you know, introduce myself that way, so it's something different that they probably haven't seen, so I would stick out a little bit, and I guess it worked. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that it definitely like hurts when you're doing the split between two chairs, and I always have to make sure I'm like properly warmed up before I go for it. Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen the the Van Dam commercial where he's in a split, but he's on the trucks, and the trucks are like um... driving.
1: I haven't seen that, but in Bloodsport, he did it. He did the he did the split with two chairs.
0: Yeah, well, because in, in, no, in the commercial, he's on the trucks and the trucks are moving. I don't know, like how they they rigged all that together, but it's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So what? And t- tell me about Beastmaster because I was I was interested in that. I haven't. Sorry, I have not got to check it out yet, but.
0: Oh, it's fine. Uh, honestly, I didn't do like that great on it. Um, I got to like the third obstacle. Um, It was fun that night. I mean, here's one thing like people don't realize when they're watching like Ninja Warrior, Beastmaster, all those, you're filming in the middle of the night. So I didn't get to take my run till like three in the morning. I was actually probably,
1: Holy
0: yeah. One of the last ones to go that night um so they wait till sundown to start filming and we were filming in uh Santa Clarita California when we did that one and um it was a lot of fun though like outside of the obstacle course specifically like I met the coolest people the super passionate people I would definitely say it's like one of those experiences that I'm never going to forget and I also learned a lot about myself because that was like right around the time where um I you know was kind of like wanting to transition and do something else and that was that like solidified it when I watched all these people from literally all over the world all different countries you know some of them were in the Olympics some of them were working in the Mm -hmm. in circuits like performances in las vegas some of them were stunt performers some of them were on broadway and dancers and it was just such cool energy to be around it was it was probably similar to like what people do in the olympics because of having all these people in like the olympic village from all over and getting to meet them Um, Mm -hmm. so it was one of the coolest experiences of my life for sure and i still stay in touch we have like a group page that we all still stay in touch well team usa and i do still talk to some of the teammates from india uh, and spain and stuff too so it was very oh, cool that's, a,
1: that's awesome yeah good connections and stuff like that yeah you know, i i've um i've talked to an olympian myself and there was this uh his name is paul paul Pu- puat and he was an olympic um pole pole diver oh pole oh, wow. vaulter i'm sorry pole vaulter um and it was just amazing. Like he, he was teaching me like different, um, meditation and different, um, um, like different stretches. Like he has his own program and stuff like that. And he, he and his wife are really nice people, you know? And and that's the thing yeah. with like this job. I don't call it, I call this a job, but I don't really, um, but like just meeting other people in their lives. Like I've talked to hockey enforcers, like, they're like, Oh my God, you kind of get nervous. You're like, Oh my God, is he going to punch me through the screen? And then it's like, (laughs) they end up being the nicest people, you know? So it's like, Mm -hmm. and like you said, the the hard thing is um, branching it out, branching all this stuff out there. And um, yeah. So it's good that you have like the, the promoting skills that you have. So, um, my other thing for you is what's your, like your out like what's your day consist of with the training and stuff? like how many hours like what what days can you do it and stuff like that?
0: Well, my my break day, I tend to try and chill out on Sundays a little bit, but other than that, I pretty much train like six days a week. I I think the best thing, like if somebody wants to get into it as far as like, well, just getting like in shape or any, or anything mm. like that. Um, I specifically start my day with a run. I hate, I hate running anybody who, who knows me knows I hate it, but I force myself to do it. Some days. I'll a 5K, start,
1: it's terrible.
0: Yeah. It's not my favorite thing, but you know, yeah. it, it keeps me in good shape. So I, I'll do a run in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, usually just like a mile and then I'll do sprint intervals right after that. So another, you know, 15 ish minutes, I'll do like a minute on a minute off. And because it's winter up here, as we know, um, yes. I, I do it on my treadmill for, for the winter. And then when the weather gets nice, I'll go outside and do my runs outside. Um, from there, I'll usually do a different type of workout after that every day. Like I'll, some days I'll do a hit workout. Some days I'll do like some agility stuff. Other days I'll do like a little bit of weights body calisthenics. So I I really try and mix up my routine each day. And then from there, I'll work skill, um, whether it's like working basic boxing techniques, or working basic kick techniques. Some days I'll like go back to like traditional karate and run all my forms. Um, And then another day of the week, I usually try and like, maintain my basic like gymnastics and like tumbling skills too. like Mm -hmm. Fridays, I usually like to do that I'll do just simple stuff on my air track. I'll go up to our dojo and I'll set up uh, my air track and do that. And I usually end my day with like a core and then I'll stretch at night. So that's kind of how my my routine goes. I always write it out on Sundays cause um, you know, just cause I like this stuff doesn't mm. mean I'm motivated to do it all the time. So if it's already written out and I have something typed up on my computer and I can pull it up on my Google Docs Um, that kind of holds me accountable to make sure that I'm continuing to do it.
1: And do you have like a, um, like a nutritional regimen too?
0: Um, I, I try and eat fairly clean, you know, drive myself crazy, uh, complex carbs but I I don't really do simple carbs and I try and minimize sugar for the most part. Mm. Uh, But other than that, I don't do so crazy. I mean, a lot of what I eat is like protein veggies and stuff like stuff like that throughout the week.
1: And be a mom at the same time.
0: (laughs) And be a mom at the same time. Yeah. My daughter's out there doing virtual school.
1: So it's such a weird
0: time. I know
1: I'm I'm lucky because my daughter is younger she's taller age so she doesn't um doesn't have any idea what's going on in the outside world or stuff like that so it's it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because I'd rather her outside in the spring or the summer going somewhere so it's tough but maybe she'll at least
0: at least she won't remember uh all this craziness
1: (laughs) Exactly. Like, how, how is it um, af- how is it affecting your classes and stuff?
0: Luckily, at the dojo, we've been able to stay open. Um, when everything shut down at the beginning of last year in March, yeah, it was March, God, almost a year, um, we were able to kind of rally and be able to do a whole bunch of just online stuff. And then we were able to reopen in pretty much June. So since then we've, with, you know, safety protocols, we just, we stay open. Um, you have to wear a mask. We have like squares set up for the kids so that they're in oh, okay. like six feet apart from each other and, you know, sanitizing everything and making sure they come up, with hand sanitizer on right away. And maintaining social distance and it's the best we can do some of it kind of stinks because like we're not sparring and we're not you know doing hands on stuff right now, just to keep everybody safe but it'll be worth it once you know everything's finally over with this pandemic.
1: Right and that's the problem I mean I've, I work in a school setting myself, um, and I work in like the maintenance slash cleaning stuff. so like it's it's a process. I mean, like we have you gotta do your regular work and then at the same time you gotta do like the disinfecting and it adds a lot more time to where you're not as lean you're not as lenient as you could be. Like you need like a, a break for a couple minutes and you could take it. It's more like getting to know what your times you can take things like schedule your times to take a break or whatever. It's, it's tough. And I'm sure it's tough there too. Cause I mean, with all the mats and stuff like that and. Yeah. uh, Cleaning
0: up all the mats at the end of the day, you know, making sure everything's sanitized. Another issue that we've run into is um, we've been able to test like little kids that are going for lower ranks, but higher ranking tests were just not really, we don't want to, do that right now because you know people can't do techniques on each other and people can't spar um so there's been like a hold on that for a while because of the pandemic you know and not being able to be as hands-on I mean luckily with the karate style we also have other ways to train like forms and you know doing stuff in air on the bags but um we haven't really been able to test anybody for anything above like green You know, so people, luckily, you know, martial arts isn't all about the testing, but when you're a little kid and you, you know, you're motivated by testing, it kind of stinks a little bit, but they're all hanging in there.
1: So like for you, do you test, um, when you say testing, do you like mean like, could, could you be a teacher and be able to give somebody like a black belt? Like, I know there's a lot of steps to get to that point. Like, um, like are you like I don't want to say allowed like is it more like do you have other um, teachers that you guys like go along and ask that and um, not ask like go and train with somebody or know the kids like how they earn it like is it go through all of you guys like as teachers yeah
0: it's usually usually like the higher ranks within the school like yeah right now um, I mean, I'm one of my, my instructors, like longest students. So, um, usually it would be like me, her husband is also, uh, same rank as me and her and my mom does martial arts too. So, uh, That's usually so cool. we, yeah, so we got three generations in here. Um, so usually it would be us like, you know, testing people up and, we kind of respect each other's opinions as far as who's ready, who's not, and you know, how the testing will go and everything and what we're looking for. So, yeah, it's like a I guess you could say kind of like a panel. It's usually never just like one person promoting somebody. It's it's a few different black belts that are kind of watching and making sure that whoever we're going to put in the test is actually ready for the test.
1: Right. And it, what I found amazing is One of the times, um, no, twice now we had, um, karate tournament in our building at the school, we had it in the gym and it it was cool along the fact that, um, it was actually Boston Taekwondo, um, and they held a big, big tournament in there. And like, they had all their mats and like, they're rolling them in. I'm like, those don't look that big. And then they open them in the gym and I'm like, Oh my God, this is like, like, a tournament like karate kid, like it kind of it like gave me a sense of what it looks like, but like, you could see that these people are really serious about what they're doing. Um, mm-hmm. One of the instructors was a super nice guy. And he actually remembered my cousin who did um, Taekwondo a long time ago, actually in Abington. And I'm sure you know which one I'm talking about the one.
0: Oh, well, it's
1: the Abington South Weymouth line, we'll say. Um yep next to the best coffee in town
0: <laughs>
1: um yeah so I mean I've had a sense of it because my cousin I was like oh that's cool like he he always had a picture of like him breaking a board after his um was it his yellow belt no it was a it was a it was one of his big tests he had to kick the the board and break it in half And it was like in front of a bunch of people and stuff like that. Like, I'm sure that's what you guys miss. Like being able to like, not just stay in the, um, do they call it a dojo?
0: Yep. We call it a dojo.
1: Okay. It was just making sure I don't want to be like the dummy in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, do you guys, did you guys do that stuff? Like go outside and like venture out and do karate somewhere else?
0: Yeah, our our test just to take place in the dojo. But yeah, I mean, like tournaments or just we should bring our demo team around to do some like not live shows, but live like performing for different events and stuff. And I definitely miss that. And I miss going to tournaments and, you know, letting our kids compete and see what that feels like. So it's that add that social aspect, like interschool school meetups and things like that I definitely miss that side of it because it it is a lot of fun to be able to go and let the kids perform and see what it's like to compete and see how different each kid feels about competing too uh, because that's a that's a big a big thing so yeah we're missing out on some of that but I know there's been some ways people are trying to create events and stuff there hasn't been too many but you know, we'll see where things go in the next, hopefully, you know, we can get back to doing some tournaments and doing some stuff outside within the next, I hope six months, but who knows with how long this pandemic might. I
1: know we can't, we keep getting pushed back. Like, I'd like to have interviews at like, you know, a restaurant or, you know, a a brewery or whatever, but it's hard right now to like fill that slot and Mm -hmm. go somewhere else. But yeah. For for my final question for you, Amanda. Um, so what what is your goals now for going on from here? Like what what do you aspire to do? And you know, you know, with the whole Disney thing coming up, um, is that going to return? I mean, are you got are you going to be back to shooting and stuff like that? Or
0: uh, well, that one already wrapped. So basically, I will done. Jobs work like you go from job to job. Um, yeah. Once something wraps up, you know, you go to the next thing or whatever. But um, my goals as far as like 2021 goes, obviously, I want to stay safe and stuff. I, I want to start going um, down to train with the guys in Atlanta a little bit more once, you know, numbers kind of change a little bit and hopefully numbers go down. I also um, want to just continue to skill build. Like, I usually make a vision board every year, or I write my, like, goals in, in my dream jar and stuff, and um, I would like to get my motorcycle license and jump into, like, some car stuff as well as far as stunts go, so I'm definitely going to, like, save up to be able to go to um, a driving program this year. want to get my motorcycle license this year. I definitely want... to, you know, start training a little bit more in some other smoke. stunt jobs, It becomes safe, trying to take things, they should continue to just grow and become the best performer I can be as far as stunts goes. And then um, personally, you know, making time for family and hanging out with my kid and um she's growing up so fast so I just want to enjoy as much time as I can with her Um, awesome, throughout the year and yeah and I also have a little nephew now so I would definitely want to but he's out in Seattle so I'm trying I'm also that's on hold a little bit too kind of stinks so I really want to be able to go visit him too so that's on my on my board too to be able to travel a little bit more
1: You can travel a little outside of Seattle and start kicking trees over there.
0: Yeah, right. I'm in mountains and kicking trees.
1: Yep, exactly. Well, Amanda, I really appreciate you joining the show, and it's great to see you since haven't seen you in a long time. And I wish you nothing but the best, and hopefully, we'll have you on the show again, and you'll be like a superstar. Of some sort behind the scenes.
0: BTS superstar. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. But I'll have you. I'll see you on the stunt doubles or, or you'll be the stunt coordinator. Who knows?
0: <laughs> Maybe someday. Yeah. But, uh, um,
1: yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's nice seeing you after like 13 years, you know, I hope things continue to on the up and up with the podcast and everything and continue doing what you're doing.
1: Yes, thank you very much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, people. Well we'll have another episode at some point with Amanda kick it like cast. Follow her Instagram and uh you'll make her the 16, 16 thousand follower eventually. Yep. Um but um again thank you Amanda and I wish you nothing but the best and good luck with whatever you do.
0: Absolutely, same to you Matt Take care, have a good day
1: All right. see ya
0: What's up, we the BMG boys And thank you for listening Please follow his Facebook page And subscribe to his podcast At Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio
1: And Spotify Let's go When it comes to getting through Jason Dallas.